welcome to season three of the Spivey Special Podcast. I don't know if I remember where season two went or season one, but we are on a season three, episode one. Troy, welcome back. Yeah, we just make up numbers as we go. We used to count one through 70 or whatever we were at, but now we're just, it's just season three, episode one, you know. This is when it all comes together. You know, the characters are already built. You know, we already got our back lines and everyone's ready to go. It's very exciting to be back. We had a long summer. We had some good time off, but we're back. We've been working on some stuff live on Twitch right now. Hello, everyone listening, watching. Pacific time if you're going to be joining us in the future. We're basically like the survivor of podcasts right now. Mm-hmm. Because I'm not sure if that's true. And we both have beards that are unmanaged. And we haven't eaten in like 15 minutes. <laughs> Just like Survivor, yep. <laughs> yeah, Absolutely. basically the same same show. All right, well, we are live on Twitch. If you are joining us, we have Vito now. We have our wives. It's a party now. That's all we need, you know. So they call it the five of our stump. show is going to be the chat. If you are here with us, type in some messages, give us some comments, roast me and Troy. That's all part of the fun. We're just excited to be here. Try what's new with season three? You know, season three, there is a lot of new stuff. Mainly, we're going to be more of a sports focused. We're going to emphasis on the Sacramento Kings because, let's be honest, we love the Kings. We watch every game anyways. The reason that we did it on Wednesdays at 8.30 is because we're also going to be talking a lot of football. So what it does is we can talk about the week prior, and then we can talk about the week coming up. So it puts us slab dab right in the middle and... That's about that's all that's new for our show. It's gonna be a good time. I'm looking forward to talking sports. That's always my favorite part of this part of our show. Get it expand. I'm super ready for football, man. As soon as I saw that, I you first, look like I yeah. Uh, I'm gonna play left tackle for somebody this year. I, I see or at least that. Make it to a camp. Maybe like a Ronald McDonald camp, but some sort of camp. I want to make it this year. Yeah, fat kid camp. I mean, whatever you got to do. <laughs> it's the only way a whole 30 days there i think you'll be fine all right well before we get into sports troy what do we do over summer break you know this is our new segment it's called let's get loose and it's the way that we're going to start off every show here on wednesdays at 8 30 p.m pacific time um we went to palm springs for a week on our vacation and it was a blast we played a little golf at a Nick Faldo course. I shot my second best ever, 83. Don't mind me. Zach played about a mile and a half behind us, and he shot right in the 70s, which was pretty impressive. It was so hot. I've never seen it before. They had someone going around on a cart to make sure that we didn't die. They basically had a medic riding around instead of a um, marshal, which was kind of cool. That was something new. That, that Palm Springs in summer, that's a new kind of hot. Now, we're in Sacramento, so we're used to the hot. Whatever, it's 103, but 120, that just hits different. And with a breeze, it just feels like you're walking into an oven. It's it's incredible. Still a lot of fun. Really pretty place. We ate some really good food. We got ice cream yeah, a lot like of, three times in six days. A lot of good times. Yeah, a lot of, a lot of triple D restaurants. We went on a tram that took us up to 8,500 feet. We did a little hike up there for some reason. Um, we went to, I think our worst decision though on the trip was going to the zoo when it was 118 and it was an outside zoo. That might have been that might a be lot. A time bad decision by me on that one. 
<laughs> yeah. I was about to throw Zach in the enclosure, but they wouldn't have noticed. The animals are too kind tired. A, it's 120. They wouldn't even notice. They're just sitting there in the shade. Yeah, they had a really cool pool at the resort we were staying at with the water slide, which the kids love. So very relaxing week out there in Palm Springs. Absolutely. Another thing we did... Another thing we did is we went to Monster Jam. First time for me in like 20 years. No, maybe not 20 years, 15 years. Yeah, both of our boys really love monster trucks. Lucas has like 20 of the little miniature ones, and he was super excited to be there. Yeah, we had a really good time. Very loud. Very Very loud. loud. I mean, it helped our hearing, but for the kids, they had to have the earmuffs, definitely. Yeah, good time. All right, last of the getting loose news. Mountain Dew coming out with an alcoholic beverage, but it's not with Burnett's watermelon vodka. What a fail. They really missed the price point there. I know. We were basically spoon-feeding them an amazing idea. For years. It's basically like, you know, that Reese's commercial where the chocolate and the peanut butter cars just run into, or they run into each other and they were each holding them. That's basically what we did for them and they couldn't even land it. So instead of Mountain Dew and watermelon vodka, it is Mountain Dew paired with Boston Beer, who apparently makes Truly. So this is like a Mountain Dew Truly, 5% alcohol, no sugar. So it's not Mountain Dew. It's going to be like Diet Dew and... Whatever's in it truly, I don't know. What it's not fail. something that I would. What I mean, fail. I would try it. You know, you got to do it for the people, but. It's not even called a Spivey special. Not even a Spivey, like, unspecial or kind of special. I'm very disappointed. I, I still think we should start canning it. Yeah. What was the. I mean. Yeah, well, we should contact him. At the golf tournament, though, a lot of people didn't really care for the Spivey special. They said it was a little too sweet and too little. You know, early drinking. <laughs> What's wrong with the uh, vodka at uh, eight o'clock in the morning? Nothing. It's called breakfast. I love that we're getting some really good comments here. Um, <laughs> v, I don't even know who that is, even though I do. Troy is hot. I'm going to have to say that's probably the best comment we've had all night. That's probably sounds, second. That sounds like a plant. Maybe second to go Cubs. I mean, both of those. I really enjoy, but I think that one is maybe one B to go Cubs. And we got the A Gap podcast on here. What a what a what did I what an ordeal. What a great idea. This is gonna be a good time. I mean just the it's just we're gonna have to start, you know, selling the, you know, standing room only seats with all these people that are joining us tonight. I'm pretty impressed. Eleven viewers. That's like eight more than I thought we were gonna have. Counting our wives. Yeah, and only, what a good and only seven of only seven of them are Spiveys. I think that's a pretty good number. It's a good mix. Got to have at least. I don't know if you can tell, but I got my sh- got my shirt on. You're the OG one. Had a th- yeah, I had to throw it in the dryer. It was a little wrinkly. I got my Kona Longbird shirt on, and my Kona beard. Nice. Got to hit it up. I had to, you know, give the chest view for all my fans out there that think I'm hot. So you know how it is. Yes. All right, Troy. Are you ready to move on some NBA? I guess so. Let's do it. I mean, we probably should start the show. I mean, are you loose enough? I'm pretty loose. As as loose as mm. I can be with uh, my back hurting. Loosey-goosey. So. Righty-tighty. Victor, thank you for the follow. I'm assuming that's you. We don't know a lot of V-Rods. It's got to be him. 
I know a lot of people that think Troy is hot. So, I mean, we'll have to maybe have to interview him after the show. <laughs> All right, let's move into our first new segment. It'll be our NBA segment. And once we figure out how this all works, ooh, ACOT is following us now too. Yes. We'll have a, we might have a more clever name, but we're going to move into Half Court is Plenty, our NBA segment. I don't think we've ever played a full court game and we're happy about it when we finish. So yeah. Half Court is Plenty is what we're going to call our NBA segment. I don't even like running back out to the three-point line just to like check the ball back out. Mm-mm. Give it to s- me. I don't want it. I'm in the post, yeah. A lot of Jackie You're Moon basically vibes. Jackie Moon, yeah. Just not as tall. <laughs> That's one of the most underrated, I think, basketball sports movies in general. That one of my favorite sports movies is I can't even think Tropic uh Tropics. No, keep going. Semi pro. There we Semi pro. There I was it is. Hoping it would go on for like another ten minutes. <laughs> you gotta fill the time, baby. You gotta fill Break the time for all the fans to get that. in. Fancy fees. That's it. Fancy fees. That's the one. Nailed it. All right, Troy. I think we're gonna go all kings this week on half. You have to. You have to. Maybe talk a little Lakers at the end. Yeah, we could do that. I do have my Dennis Rodman jersey up, so we might as well talk a little bit of Lakers. All right, first segment or first topic: Kings Summer League World Champions of the World. I think they only played seven games, but they're still our five. Five and zero, baby. Six and zero. I don't know. I think we're we're really talented with our stats. We did so. a lot of research, so <laughs> suck it. All right. What I want to know, Troy, is do we put the banner up? We were at Monster Jam this weekend, and it is the most depressing banner section that I've ever seen in my entire life. It's like a Rochester or wherever they were before championship, and then like two Pacific League championships from 15, 20 years ago. See the people rough. know that I was people know that I was right. Five games, five and zero, oh. two time summer that's league champs. With nothing. I just want to let you know that I was right. Um, I think you got to think one thing in Sacramento. Okay, you got to think Sacramento Knights. You got to think Sacramento Monarchs. Mm-hmm. And now you got to think you now two thousand twenty one summer league champs. I mean, that's what you think when you think of Sacramento is the Monarchs, the Knights, and now the summer league 2021. I think they also won it in, I think it was either 14 or 16. They brought home the summer league champs. So Vito's right. They are the two time summer league champs, but the Zach, which two time summer league champions. So they have the most, they're the Boston Celtics of summer league. I mean, they don't, they don't like to play during the uh, <laughs> spring or the fall. As long as their but, full team doesn't have to play. <laughs> And their uh, young bench players get to just do whatever they want for a few games. Perfect. My my thing is, is if they ever get to the finals in June, I mean, they'll be great. Yeah. They're really good in the summer. They just got to get there. That's the problem. Yeah. I, and play against of, everyone else's scrubs. Yeah. Well, they played against some bench players on the, on the Celtics who are just trying to put in like ringers instead of bringing their rookies and stuff. They're just like, yeah, we're just going to bring our bench because that's the only way they're going to play. And then we beat them by 30. Love it. Did you get to watch any of the finals? You know, I watched, uh, I watched like the abbreviated games because work's been so wild. But I mean, I really like Mitchell a lot. I think he was named the co MVP of today. Summer League. I mean, I wouldn't want that guy guarding me. That guy, Mm-mm. I think the most, I think the best thing that the Kings did, I know, I'm not sure if he was there in Vegas with them, but. 
adding Doug Christie to this coaching staff is going to be absolutely wild. A guy that always gave 100%, especially on the defensive end. Could you imagine in practice if you took a possession off on the defensive end? It's going to be a lot of fun. So watching the Kings the last two years with Christie calling the games, it's always like, well, that guy should have done this on help defense or this guy should have been standing there. He should have picked them up or whatever. It's like, well, why doesn't he just like not talking to the mic and just go over there and tell him? But now he can. So I'm excited. Kings are really good. How? I don't think that they were necessarily the most talented of all the teams that were there, but they no, sure no. tried hard on defense. And that is, I'll take that after 15 years of not playing defense once. I mean, when you look at the roster constructed, which we'll go over here in a little bit, I mean, you have a lot of guys that are going to play hard on the defensive end, mm-hmm. and those that can't, I mean, they're going to have to figure it out, but I don't think they're going to get minutes, honestly, or they're going to be in the second. I think what you're going to have to do is you're going to have to put, you know, Bagley with some really good defensive players, as we'll, again, as we'll talk about in a little bit. But I was very impressed with the summer league. But again, is it going to translate? Who knows? We'll, as we get closer to the basketball season, we'll kind of break down where we think the Kings are going to land. But I think they got to do some stuff. But Zach, why don't we jump into our next area? What are you thinking for the lineup right now with the roster constructed as we have right now? Who's your starting five? I think if I had to pick the starting five, I think they go with the small, the small ball lineup because I think that's their best shot at winning games, uh, which is going to be Fox, Halliburton, Buddy Heald, if he's still on the roster, which we'll talk about later. Harrison Barnes at the four, and Rashawn Holmes at center. That was their best plus-minus lineup of all last year. I still don't like Buddy because he doesn't play defense, so I don't know if they can make that part of it work. But it's their best lineup when they were all healthy. They all played. It was like a top-five lineup in the league in plus-minus. So I really like that unit. I'd like I don't know. I think that's the best fit for them. Mitchell comes off the bench. Terrence Davis comes out. He's probably the sixth man. I don't really like the bench. I don't I don't like Bagley being on the second unit, but if he's out there with Mitchell, at least they can play some sort of defense. Well, that's the thing. I think if you're going to put Bagley in the second unit, which I think he's going to have to fall down there because why wouldn't you do that with the second overall pick? Um, gosh, that's so stupid. <laughs> that's another story, though. Um you have Mitchell and Bags. You I mean, just have to forget he's the second overall pick and just cut ties. Four teams already yeah, I mean, did that with Josh Rosen, so they figured it out. I mean, what you're going to have to do is you're going to have to have Bagley on the second unit to score. I mean, Mitchell will be there. I mean, he'll do his job. He'll be able to play defense. But I think, honestly, at one time or the other, you're going to need either Fox or Halliburton on the floor. Yes, one of the. Two. I think when Fox, I I think when Fox is out, you know Mitchell will be in there, and then vice versa. I think you can run a Fox Mitchell because Mitchell plays so hard on the defensive end, but I think it's going to be a matchup thing too. I don't know if you can have both the little guys on the court. I think if you we have might see lines two. where all three of them are out there, which I mean, would be super fun. The thing I think I'm most excited about about the upcoming season is these new rules that I hope they follow about the defensive end where you can't just flop into a guy and then it's a foul and you're going to the line. So I think teams that actually do play good solid defense for 24 seconds are going to be rewarded instead of um, 
the superstars and the good players in the league getting bailed out with two or three seconds left on the shot clock. So I'm hoping with that, playing hard on the defense, and then again, you got to finish with a small lineup, especially you got to finish finish the possession and get a defensive rebound. With that lineup you said, though, I think that will be interesting to see if they can. I, I mean, it worked for the limited time that all of them were out there and they were healthy. So we'll see. We'll see if that happens. I really hope they move Buddy because the whole thing just fits better if they can get a small forward or a power forward or something along those lines. I was trying to fill out this depth chart, trying to figure out where we're going we're gonna to play people, and it's just it doesn't fit with who we have. Yeah, my question is, how are, how are your feelings on um, Len? Okay, what do you think he's going to get any minutes? Tristan Thompson meant I, to? I think, I think Tristan Thompson gets minutes coming off the bench. I think he's our backup center. He'll probably play some power forward depending on where we need him and the lineup that we're playing. I think Len's just going to be like an enforcer just out there for defense. Maybe give a depending, couple of think- fouls on somebody. I don't. Yeah, I don't see. He's one of those guys. Yeah, he's like the eleventh or twelfth guy, I would say. I don't know. We went heavy defense, but I think we might have gone too heavy defense. Where some of these lineups just don't have the scoring that we need to keep up. See, that's the thing is, I don't. If you play good defense, I think the Kings are going to win a lot of games. They're not going to be winning like one thirty to one twenty. I think if you're smart, I I would love if they were like the grit and grime Sacramento Kings and they were winning like eighty nine to eighty six. I would love that. That'd be my favorite. I mean, if if you're the coach, if you're Luke Walton, I say we don't run the ball like we have the last few years, two, three years. That's all we've done has been upbeat, upbeat, because we couldn't play defense. Now you play right. defense, you know, for 24 seconds or whatever you need to do. You go down, you take your time, you let, you know, move the ball. I think you're going to get a lot with a good defense. You know, you're going to get a lot of transition opportunities. And I think with especially with those guys, I love those guys on the bench, the Davis, the Met twos. Those guys, if they get their minutes, oh, I don't know how much those guys. Yeah, they're gonna fly. And then with Mitchell leading the charge, you know Halliburton. That's gonna be a. It's gonna be fun to watch. But I mean, if you think about it, I don't know if the Kings did enough to pass anybody that they were behind in the standings last year. No, absolutely not. The even with that lineup being as good as it was on paper, it's just not good enough in the West. There's the Warriors are better. The Lakers aren't going to be hurt again. There's just too many good teams to even crack it. I mean, they need a lot of breaks in order to slip in and they just didn't get good enough. But that's the one of the things is like, instead of making the trades and getting those like top guys, like the big teams do like the Lakers and those kind of teams, you have to draft really well, which I think the Kings in the last couple, that's what I mean. The last last couple years. They've done a really good job. So I think those are the kind of guys that are going to have to take that step forward and they're going to have to be like the Curry's and the clays where they both were. I mean, look where Curry was drafted super late in the first round. Wasn't he seventh? I think six or seven That's late for yeah. a guy that's probably going to be one of the best shooters of all time. Well, I mean, he went to Davidson. It's not like he played really good. Nobody had just seen him before that. That guy, that guy can his, hoist it from That player anywhere. didn't exist before him, so it was hard to track where that's going to end up. So I was listening to 1320 on the way home from work today, oh and it's basically it's basically 95.7, the fan or whatever it is, the Bay Area stuff, and they were talking, oh, I guess, I guess Draymond blew up, uh, I 
think it was Steve Kerr and somebody else today, and they're just like, oh, that's Draymond. Yeah, I think Draymond interviewed KD and asked him about why he left, and KD basically threw Steve Kerr and the GM, uh, Bob, what's-his-face, under the bus, and Draymond kind of didn't tell him no. Back on everything. <laughs> yeah. But what's what's funny is I was listening to that show, and they're saying that the Warriors – will be average if KD I mean if um Clay is good this year and they will be one of the worst teams in the league if he's doesn't play. Possibly. They need Clay. He's their defensive anchor and they they can move the ball when they have him. It makes a huge difference. When you have a top like fifteen player and he just doesn't play, that would kinda hurt. The Kings don't even have one of those guys, so See, that's the thing with the Kings. Like when you like they were playing well for that little stretch of time, but if you're a team that's just average and you lose one of your top three guys, like Halliburton was out for a while, you're just gonna dive. You're not gonna be able to do it. When you're a big team, like I keep saying it like the Lakers, if you're missing LeBron, at least you still got A D and Westbrook this year, which is crazy. I don't know. Can, can we just jump to that real quick and then come back to the Kings? Let's do it. Can we talk yeah, about this the Lakers unit and how it doesn't make any sense at all? They're Vito's like 400. Can we just let Vito explain to us what happened? If you could read it, it's a little far from me. Okay. So um, it has to do with their the fight that um, Draymond and KD had after the Clippers game. They both agreed that if management if management handled it differently, they w- he would have had a better chance of staying. But got it. I don't know. I don't think so. I don't believe that at all. I think KD wanted to leave because he uh, won a championship and nobody appreciated him afterwards, and that's all he really wanted. No, it's just yeah, Clay. I mean, uh, Curry gets all the love because he was there. Yeah, that's his team. It was never not going to be his team. So. So is this like the Lakers of 2004? Yeah, this is the 2005 be- Lakers. This is the Carl Malone. Carl Malone, Gary Payton. Yeah. I love it. I love it. So they got it's Westbrook, right? Yeah, Westbrook, Carmelo Anthony, Dwight Howard, LeBron, AD, and LeBron. <laughs> this is like a 2009 super squad. So we'll see how it goes. I don't know that they all stay healthy, but there's no way they can all stay healthy. It doesn't make any sense, but I guess they don't really need them to. You know what I want to give big ups to is Caruso getting that money. Good for him. Was it 37 millions with the bowls? The guy wasn't even, I don't even think he got a college scholarship. Was was he undrafted too? That might be wrong. They got rid of Kuzma. Kuzma is another underappreciated low cap guy. He plays really good defense. He tries really hard. He fits his role that he needed to. He's better than the role that they gave him. And then just nobody appreciated him because he would miss a couple shots after they don't pass him the ball for three quarters. They're going to miss those people. They don't have anyone replacing them. They have old man Russell Westbrook who can't hit a three. They have Carmelo who can't play defense. They have Dwight Howard who's a crazy person. I think they'll figure it out if they stay healthy. I don't think AD can be healthy for a whole season. He just we'll needs see. to get hurt in the first half. That's that's what they got. Yeah, you just got to you just got to be healthy. You're going to be one of the top eight teams. LeBron, if he needs to turn it on for a week, he'll turn it on for a week. You'll go three and one. You'll be fine. 
Uh, we'll see. But it's going to get to a point, though, where LeBron can't do that anymore, right? But I guess we say that about Tom Brady, too. I think basketball is a lot different than quarterback. It's my quarterback. I don't think it's there's any way that you hide behind a good offensive line and in basketball. That's true. But LeBron can get it anytime he wants. Give him the ball, he's going to get two points. He yeah. can do it every time down the court. He just can't do it Still. the whole game like he used to. But that's no, not if the air conditioner's not working. It'll cramp up. All right, let's go back to the Kings. We talked about their lineup. Do we think they're going to make a trade before the season? Or do you think this is going to move on to like the trade deadline? I think you got to move, buddy, personally. I don't think. The only problem is in this NBA, you have to have people that shoot. And if you look at the rest of the roster, really, buddy's the only one who's a big knockdown shooter. But he can't play defense. He can't create his own shot. I mean, you don't want him to start the season coming off the bench unless say he doesn't play well and then his value goes down. Yeah. Uh, Halliburton shot pretty good from outside. Terrence Davis can hit threes. They've got a couple of people. It's still not great. This defense Barnes, has to work out or they're worse than last year. So Barnes once a week can score. He could get high, yeah. I think they're going to just have to – Buddy might get moved before the season. I think that can happen, but I think Bagley has hurt his stock too much. It's going to have to be like little big league where he has to talk to that guy and ask him what the market is for a former second or overall pick that can't play defense or stay healthy. See and I single. You want to get See and I single. You want to get out of here, man. You got to play some defense. We'll trade you wherever you want to go after that. I think I think Barnes might go too if the Kings are average at the deadline. Absolutely. A lot of people want that, that, Harrison Barnes. He played really good last year. He doesn't necessarily fit our timeline. If they can get something young, good for them. Yeah. Something but it all depends how like, you're doing. He's like our only true small forward, so they kind of need him. But there's no true anything. You yeah, just kind of so. wing it. Except we have no wings. We have guards and centers. You just wing it, though. <laughs> you need wings to You just wing it. start Holmes and Len. You go Twin Towers. All right, what do you think about Halliburton's offseason this year? He puts on 10 pounds of muscle, and he's playing with the Olympic select team. I like that. I like where that's going. Yeah, I think he's the kind of guy that's going to try to do whatever he can to improve. I just think, I think he, that's the number one thing. He just wants to win. And I love that about All him. All you do is win, 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 no matter what, what, what. Yep. Absolutely. I th Yeah, he's going to improve. He's going to get better. Hopefully no sophomore slump. I mean, that shot is ugly as it is, and it keeps going in. So as long as it keeps doing that, I'm fine with him. Being yep. tougher is going to be able to be better for him on the defensive end and keeping up over the long 82-game season. So I like that. He bulked up a little bit. I mean, even Fox had to do that. Fox put on some weight and some muscle after his first year. Yeah, we'll see what Fox can do. I mean, the Kings currently don't have a they don't have a top twenty five player, and Fox has to be that guy. He's the only one on the roster that can really do that. And I don't think he's that far away from being able to do that. But he has to take like an equal size jump that he did last year again this year in order to get to that. And then that's one of those things, those new rules, they might hurt him a little bit. He is not one of be able those, to get. He's one of those battering ram people, so we'll see how that affects him. 
going forward. But he he had to change his game to be one of those batting around people because right. everyone else was doing it. So I think he's smart enough and has the game to he's be able fast to adapt. That he didn't have to do it. He could get to the rim whenever he wants. He's just trying to get extra points. Yeah, he's just trying to get and one. He can get past anybody. Yeah, all day. So we'll see. I'm sure we'll talk about the Kings next week. I'm sure something will, hopefully something will change between now and next week. Who knows? I mean, it's one of those kind of dead periods right now as we're ramping up for football. Oh. Got a little baseball action, which actually is our next segment. Let's move on to the next segment. Oh, I do like that that lineup, Tom. That would be fun. Holmes, Metu, Halley, Davion, Fox. That would be an interesting lineup. Be a lot of defense. I'd watch it. I'd be all for it. That'd be must see TV. That'd be for nasty. You just have to. Different. It depends. Like who in there's guarding? Like let's say you're playing the Lakers. Who's guarding LeBron? We don't have anyone on the Met roster two? that guards LeBron. It doesn't matter. There's no one in the league, I guess, that guard that. No, you just kind of try. I'm just excited. Like you bring Mitchell in the game on a guy like Westbrook or Lillard, and like you know, uncomfortable. I know Lillard. Lillard could get it from the parking lot, but I'm just saying, like. There's going to be some people, Is from what we've seen so far, obviously he wasn't guarding the NBA stars. He was guarding basically the same people he was guarding in college. But he's going to make people uncomfortable. I'm excited about that. I mean, the guy he guarded from in the Boston game the other night, he plays in the NBA. He's been in the NBA. He's a good player. He's been averaging 20 points a game, and he went 0 for 3, and he made him look like a fool, and it's awesome. I love it. It's nice to actually have one of those guys. Yeah, we'll see. I think he's just going to improve, too. I think – is Bobby an assistant, too, or is he like one of those? I never Bobby's know coaching, his role. Bobby's coaching the G League team now. He was an assistant got last it. year. Christy is the new assistant on the bench, and then they got some new assistant, like, defensive guru that's going to be calling the assignment. So we'll see. Love it. I, I think they were all there at that summer league team just trying it all out. So I'm excited. We won't have Bobby, but we'll have – We'll have Christy. I think that's an upgrade. Oh, I do too. We just got. But I mean, Mitchell's basically Bobby. Hopefully, all that pizza guy's pizza doesn't like ruin his brain, and he can still share his defensive knowledge with everyone else. It's a very nice house in those some of those commercials. It does. I wonder, I wonder how actually, he got it. I wonder if that is his house. I think I just go to like a random plant house. That's fair. I don't think Pizza Guys has. Uh, <laughs> That kind of pole. Renting big Eldorado Hills house <laughs> money to spend on commercials. Fair enough. All right, Trey, you want to move on to our next segment? Sure. We're going to talk a little baseball. Why not? Troy, share with the people the name of our new baseball segment. That was a bunt. <laughs> that was. It's a deep pull from an office episode where Michael made a scrapbook for Pam's mom on her birthday. <sighs> Pam really liked it, and she said that was a home run, but Michael was planning on breaking up with her, and he goes, that was a bunt. So that's why we named it that, because we go deep tracks only. Super deep track office. Love it. Not even an office podcast. There you go. All right. So, Zach, jump into it. What do we got? There's only a couple things that we really need to talk about. We need to talk about this Field of Dreams game. Most watched Tip my- regular season baseball game in 16 years. Good on Fox such a, for coming up with that idea. Such a good idea. I mean, the opening when they came out of the corn, like goosebumps. I mean, obviously, right. I wasn't watching it real time with 
like I said, work was wild, but I mean, watching those highlights and the game itself was really good. Like yeah. Yankees hit two bombs in the top of the ninth. White Sox walk it off at the bottom. Spoiler alert if you guys have a DVR. Um, I just like, too, that the Yankees are now the only team who's ever lost in Iowa. It's perfect. Until next year, because they're going to run it back again. I did. I wonder if they're going to do different teams, though. I, they, they are different teams. I don't remember who it was. I think it was the Reds and somebody else. Like, it'd be completely wrong. you got to keep the White Sox, though. I just if they keep running Kevin Costner back, and they just, have, they just put him in this, like, endless loop or he has to talk to Joe Buck about Field of Dreams every year for the rest of his life. That sounds like a I mean, nightmare. what what else you got going? He's Kevin Costner. Um, how much how much did they pay him to come out there, you think? Maybe it was part of or his, he just, maybe it was part of his contract when he, that he, when signed, he signed the contract for Field of Dreams. Way was, back in the day. Yeah. If this ticks off, you're gonna have to come back in two thousand twenty one and talk to Joe Buck. Oh <laughs> can we negotiate? Yeah. We might build a real MLB stadium next to this prop one that we have right next door. People are going to walk through the corn to the walkway to get to the park. And you're going to talk to Joe Buck for three hours. And it'd be like, how much does it pay? Okay, that's fine. I don't know who Joe Buck is. So you mentioned it. So I'm going to give you credit for your idea. Ooh. We think I agree. I'm agreeing with you for the first time ever. Wow. I think that they should in 2022 bring out the Sandlot game. I would watch it. Not, not sure how they do it or where they get the dog, but <laughs> I think they just need to do it. It's like Hercules 28 or whatever one they're on at that point. Yeah, and if they lose the ball, they have to go and get it. If someone hits a home run, they have to go jump the fence with Hercules and get the ball back, or they can't play anymore. They have to get like a big erector set, and they have to put the claw mm-hmm. over. Yeah, absolutely. Some sort get the of flyers on. Elaborate 1950s vacuum system. Just same all, just jerseys. All of, the, all of the same things. We bring out Squints and Wendy, and they are there, and they're the ones. They talking. have to. They have to talk to Joe Buck <laughs> for three hours. <laughs> Just they replay the whole movie too. Yes, they just recreate the whole thing. Every all the scene, teams have every all the teams joke. have to. Yeah, they all have to go to the swimming pool. Mm-hmm. They all got to throw in chew before they go on the twisty thing. Just and everything there, and they have to explain to him that he was in the movie Sandlot, and he's like, "Oh, okay, <laughs> sure." <laughs> <laughs> I think that would probably get higher ratings than this. I'd watch it. I'd be all over that. The Dodgers have to play I think, that one, though. Yeah, because you have to have, like, Trey Turner be Benny the Jet. Yeah. Got to have someone fast. Absolutely. All right. that's Sign We call that a let's segue. Call, let's, let's call Fox, and we'll get it set up. So speaking of the Dodgers, um, NL West. I know the Dodgers were ahead before we came on here. Giants lost today. So they if the Giants did hold on, nothing right now. Over. Yeah, they're they're playing the Pirates though. Yeah, that doesn't count. I think you only get you only get half a win for that. Um, so it's a three game lead for the Giants. Do you th- I I was saying this. Everyone's like, oh, the Giants are eventually going to come back to come back to Earth. I don't think that. 
But the thing that I'm looking at is it's so important, I think, for the Giants to win the division more than it is for the Dodgers. I think, yeah, I think the Dodgers, they'll play, they'd play the Padres or the Reds or whoever and end up being in that wild one game, wild card game. We throw out Walker Bueller. I think that's what I mean. You got Bueller game walking away. And then you go game one in San Francisco with Scherzer or whoever you throw. Kershaw or Rias or whoever. Whoever. It doesn't really matter. But I'm back from his thing. Hopefully not because I don't like that guy. But what my thing is, I think for the Giants, I mean, no one in that rotation, although they've been good this year, no one in that rotation in a one-game playoff scares me. They're scrappy and they win. You can't explain why they're good or why they're winning. They just they fit together. They have a good teamwork. They have a bunch of energy glue guys. Win a lot of one-run games, too. Yeah, the Dodgers are 1-12 in in extra inning games this season. The Dave Roberts. Yeah, and they have one... They have one of the ugliest players in the league now, too. It's just ridiculous. You think he'll re-sign there? He's even uglier in orange and black. Yeah, I didn't even think that was possible, but... He's just an ugly ugly (laughs) jackal. It's just so sad. Again, another segue. We're just getting so good at this. Funeral for the Cubs. let Let me keep going on NOS here. So this is... This is the stretch the Giants have between now and September 5th. They have the Mets. They have the A's in Oakland. They have the Mets again. They have the Braves, the Brewers, and the Dodgers. That's their next set of series coming into September Braves are playing. 5th. Braves are playing really good right now. All Brewers are playing really playing good really right good. now. The Mets are probably the Mets. Only. They're still good. Eh. They're in the hunt. Ish. They're in the hunt. I mean, I'm in the hunt in the NL East. I don't they even in the MLB. Games. They're not playing the Diamondbacks. They're not playing the Pirates. They're gonna have to earn it. So we'll see what we'll see what we got down the stretch. It's just three games. Can Can you read Sarah's comment? It has stars for me. It says Chris Bryant is a hottie. Oh, it blanked that out on my page for some reason. And yeah, hotties maybe. <laughs> maybe it's a uh, fake news it's, it's yeah protecting yeah. you yeah my phone doesn't let that fakeness come that on. was it was fact checked on our page yeah i think but like you said uh, we side we sidebar from time to time if you haven't ever watched this show um mostly sidebar i like the dodgers winning the division and i like the dodgers going to the world series whether or not they win that's another thing because i don't think anybody out of the east scares me uh, no one out of the central scares me. Nope. Um, it's one of those three teams. One of the I West think teams goes to the World Series this year. And I don't know on the other side who I like. I mean, we'll talk about it as we get near. We always do our predictions as things get closer. But I like the Rays a lot. That sounds weird to say, but I I just really like the Rays for some reason. They the White Sox are kind. The Astros. The White are really Sox good. are. I hate, I them. hate the Astros. I hate, I hate the Astros, but. The A's are playing really good right now. I think the A's end up winning that division, if you want my honest opinion. I hope so. Me too. I think the Astros in a playoff game, one game playoff, and they have to go on the road would be awesome. I would love that if they lost a one game playoff. With everyone banging to the Red Sox and all that stuff. Yeah. I think they'll probably have to either go to New York or to. Either of those fans will just lay into them the whole game. But I think they're used to it by now. 
yeah, what do they care? Like, they yeah, got a cheated. they got a pass. We yeah, we didn't even get in trouble. And then there's no then there's no fans the yeah. whole next year. People forget about it. It's dumb. All right, I'm Troy, not about it. Are you gonna deliver the eulogy for the Cubs now, or? You know, a lot of people are upset. You know, this was our young core. It was what and all this, but I'm okay with it. Honestly, with where. I understand what management's doing. You know, Rizzo's getting older, although the best, I think, defensive first baseman in the league. He's getting older. He's not hitting like he used to. Bryant, very injury prone. Hasn't really done anything since he won the MVP back in 2016. I think it was where he got the MVP or 15. Baez, you know, I like him, but the guy strikes out a ton. Um, Good defensively again. That doesn't put runs on the board. And then Kimbrell, he's kind of like, when we had Chapman, I mean, if you're going to make a run and you're a big name team like the Cubs, you're going to go and get a dominant closer at the deadline. So that doesn't really bother me that Kimbrel's gone. Um, Kimbrel too was having one of the best seasons he's had in a long time. I think the last two or three seasons he had like a four or five ERA and having a 0.5 when he left the Cubs or whatever it was, was Crazy. pretty impressive. But, I mean, it's time to rebuild. Um, you're not going to win without pitching, and that's something the Cubs didn't have this year. So with that starting rotation, you weren't going to make a deep run anyways. Um, Hendricks, I think, is still leading the league for, with the Cubs in wins in the MLB, I think. He's got 13 or 14 wins right now. Those nice. Cubs only have 15 or 16, so it's pretty good that he's won about 90% of their games. But I'm not upset. You know, get the big young guys, and a lot of young guys are getting love, and getting a lot of starts and we'll see where it goes i mean they did their job those guys that we got rid of they got us the world series you know so what it's been five years we still have 103 years until we're gonna win it again so every 108 that's when we like to do it so we still got 103 years so it's gonna be a lot of different cubs that we get rid of before that happens we'll see if they can get good value they can they can build it back up a lot of your pitching and stuff was pretty old when you guys won in 2016 right yeah, we it was like, well, well, we had Arietta this year, and they just got rid of him, actually, because well, he had like the a... same Arietta that you had in 2016. Arietta was good for two years. That's it. His entire career, if you look at his stats. And that's that's what you got to do to win the World Series. You got to have those guys like, I think John Lackey won like 15 games that year. Um, Lester was good, obviously. Hendricks was good. Just had a lot of good pitchers that year. And some clutch hitting. But they're all old. And all that still. Yeah, and you just come back from a 3-1 deficit because that's what you do. You just reverse LeBronum, I like to call it. So I think baseball will be fun down the stretch. Um, The playoffs are always fun. I mean, I don't have to worry about it this year, which is nice for the first time in a while as a Cubs fan. And I can just root against the Dodgers, what I love to do. You love the Dodgers secretly. No one on the Dodgers do I enjoy? I like Trey Turner. I'll, I'll take it back. There you go. How do you hate Max that's Muncy? It. There's nothing about him that's in, that I like. He's big and he's fat. But he wasn't what and we'll talk about next. So. Brass Monkey, and they sing Max Muncy instead. That's all you need, Trey. It's one of those things like if he was on the Cubs, I'd probably like him. Yeah. But even Chuck Peterson, I hated, and he was a Cub. So, but he's not anymore, which is I nice. I was never a big Chuck Peterson fan. 
I didn't think his family was a good big Jack Peterson fan. Somebody was. Doubt it. Yeah, maybe not. All right, let's move on to our next segment. This is my new favorite one that we have. This is the uh, supersized man of the week. Troy, explain explain the segment and why you picked this gentleman. Well, we'll get to the gentleman in a minute. I mean, uh, so the supersized man of the week is pretty simple. Well, you got to be big and you got to do something pretty cool. So during football, <laughs> it'll be easy, excuse me, to pick because everyone in football is big. But this is a football guy this week for the supersized man of the week. And it is the offensive lineman, Jordan Malata. That's how we're going to pronounce it. He's just a small 6'8", 350 pounds. So that's one reason why he gets the nod. Um, he, was actu- he was actually an Australian rugby player. Um, he weighed 310 pounds at the time. They told me he had to drop weight, but he couldn't because he's only 10% body fat and he couldn't go any lower, <laughs> like literally couldn't go any lower. So he's like, well, I got to try a new sport. So he's actually drafted in 2018 with zero football experience. That's how you know it's good. He didn't play um, much of his, I think, 19 to 20 seasons and he had 10 starts actually on the line nine is a left tackle one is a right tackle i believe if my stats are correct but that's not why we're talking about him okay they do like i think it was like a talent show that the eagles were doing and apparently he's sung before but he gets up there and he just dominates the song if you haven't seen the clip go ahead and look it up jordan malata we're gonna go m-a-i-l-a-t-a and he was smooth, I'm telling you right now, as Tennessee Whiskey, because that's the song that he comes. He does these riffs out of nowhere, and it's just pretty cool. He's in front of the whole team in like one of their you know, video-watching rooms or whatever it was, and everyone was into it. So Super Size Man of the Week, we're going to give it to Eagles lineman Jordan Malata. Love it. Not a big Eagles fan. Maybe Tom will like that one. But I like it. That's a good segment. Well, there's a lot of big guys out there that need the appreciation. I'm glad that you found that. How did you even find that? Were you searching like Tennessee whiskey karaoke videos or? It just came up on my, there's a lot of things that come up on my feed that I don't know how they get there, but I just click them. Anytime someone's singing, I watch a lot of the like X factor and voice. And so when that kind of stuff comes up, it might even been barstool sports. Maybe they posted about it. Like, 15 different things posted it so could be could be who knows all right let's move on to our futurely named segment we're going to talk football last segment of the show be more exciting when the season gets a little bit closer this is like just getting warmed up i'm kind of into football Still got baseball brewing. Basketball's on a weird get... schedule, so we're kind of getting free agency and all that. As soon as that's all dying down, I think I'm ready for I'm ready for some football, man. I, I usually get jacked in football once you get to that first fantasy draft. We're not having ours until the Tuesday before. Yeah. I don't know when your league's going to do it, but the, the, Sunday the league, the, the league, we're doing it the the seventh. I think the first game's the ninth. Yeah, I think I have one the Saturday and the Sunday before. But yeah, it's the season, man. I've been listening to fantasy football podcast for four hours a day, trying to get ready for it. Love me some football. I'm ready for it. 
Trey, what have you heard at camp this week? What are the what are the stories that pique your interest? S'mores, just a lot of s'mores. Um, s'mores. Uh, I love that Tebow's gone. I mean, that's one thing. I know that's that we story. have that later in the list, but I saw I saw a video like he ran a route and he was like right next to a receiver and they were both wide open and they threw it to the receiver. It was like the weirdest video. Again, came up on my feed. But yeah, I'm just happy that that kind of distractions out of the way. I mean, it's a good story that Tebow got the shot, but I'm just glad he's not going to be a distraction the rest of the year. Could you imagine if Trevor Lawrence threw a touchdown pass to Tim Tebow? You couldn't watch Sports Center for like four weeks. I mean, Tebow was the number one selling jersey this year when he signed with of Jacksonville. Course. So I understand why, why Jacksonville did it. I don't know that they really expected him to even win, but or make the team or do any of that stuff, but. It was cool he got his shot. I'm happy for him. I'm happy he's gone, personally. Zach, what have you heard in the camp? I am very excited to figure out what what is going on with Michael Thomas. He gets hurt week one last year with a high ankle sprain. I drafted him. Like, first, first round after being, like, super solid the last two, three years. Sprains his ankle week one. And then, like, doesn't really play again for the rest of the season. He just kind of pokes in when he wants to. He gets suspended from the team for punching a teammate. Happens. And then this year, apparently he needed surgery. And instead of getting it in January, he waited until June. So now he's not going to be playing for a little bit while, for a little bit longer. So apparently he's disgruntled. I don't know. It's got to be some sort of contract thing. But I kind of appreciate it. He went full Scotty Pippen. And he's just like, yep. I'm going to uh, do my rehab on company time. Yeah, that's, that's my offseason. I got a party, baby. I'm not going to be nursing an injury. It's yeah. ridiculous. I'm excited to see what uh, Rodgers is going to bring. I mean, a lot of that interesting stuff. A lot of quarterbacks in different places. I got the Rams in our um, little company pool that we do with Sunrise Parks and Rec. So I got the Rams against the spread every week, so I'm excited to see what Stafford can do there. I've heard really good things about him in camp, except for today. Today he didn't do very well, but he's been playing really well. It's a really complex system, and he's way smarter than Jared Goff, so he's already kind of figured it out. I guess the bus has been really good around Rams camp. And apparently they have Deshaun Jackson. I didn't, I didn't know that until today when I was looking at the depth chart. Why wouldn't you? Just throw it up, baby. I guess so. You got Matt Stafford. He can throw it downfield. So, Yeah, I'm excited to see what the Colts look like just because I like the Colts for some reason. I'm interested to see what Trevor Wentz Lawrence is their quarterback. He and Clayton Nelson, their all-pro linemen, both got hurt. Same injury, same foot, and both got surgery for it within 24 hours of each other. Pretty crazy, but they're going to be out for a while. So we'll see. I heard – it might have changed, but I heard Wentz might be actually ready for week one. I think they both will be, but they're going to miss like all of them. Whether they do or not, yeah. It's one of those like really wide, like five to 13 week type shenanigans where it's yeah. like one to seven years. We'll, we'll see, yeah. Somewhere along. Yeah, there's going to be a lot, a lot of interesting teams. I love the, love the Cardinals always. Be exciting. Interested to see what happens with Deshaun. Yeah, I don't even know if he's going to play this year. Yeah, I don't. that's what I mean. I don't even know. He might get Trevor Bowered, and he might just be like, 
put on the exemplist and they just keep pushing back his court date until February. Or he I'm might interested get traded or he's cleared to I'm come interested. out to practice. So Yeah, I'm interested see to see what happens with the Eagles too. Wentz is gone. New sheriff in town. Did really well at the end of the season. We'll see. I think he's going to be good. pretty high in the fantasy rankings because he runs it a lot. Uh, Hertz is going to be a top 12 quarterback probably if he plays all the way through in fantasy just from his running. So we'll see how that goes. I'm excited to see who wins out at quarterback in New Orleans. We got Jameis Winston and Taysom Hill. I think it's got to be. Taysom Hill is probably who it's going to be. I would, if it was me, it'd be Jameis Winston. Yeah, and you just keep doing what you're doing with Hill. He got his LASIK surgery next. Last year, he can see now. He's not going to throw it to the other Colors. team three times in the season. I think they got it well, figured out. Bet. I bet he does. No, I bet he will. I don't think he'll be in that long. He'll switch to Hill real quick if he starts off no, slow. No, they won't let him get a 30 picks. Even with a 30 touchdown. So. so what are you thinking about the Cowboys? Are they going to be any good? I don't know. I... So the thing that got me back into football, I started watching Hard Knocks. I don't know if you watched it this year. Do you even have HBO Max? No, I, I've, okay. I've, see, I've seen like the snippets and the highlights. and Sure. So that's what got me back into it. I threw up my back. I finally had some time to lay down and watch TV. I'll watch Hard Knocks. Was not expecting to hear about John Fossil's vasectomy. Didn't, didn't see mm-hmm. that coming. Apparently, Out he gave field. Dak Prescott uh, luggage for his birthday. I thought that was weird. He stole his bike. Okay. Jerry Jones put salt on a McGriddle. All these things didn't make any sense. Now, as far as the football, I don't know. We'll see. Dak hurt his arm. They've got, like, pitching experts coming in to monitor his progress. Sounds like Jerry Jones wants him to just play through it for the fans at training camp. And everyone else is like, no, dude. No, yeah, I don't think you get how things work there, Jerry. <laughs> it's preseason, man. It's training camp. He can't. So I guess he started throwing again today, though. So I think he'll be back. That team is loaded on offense. I think they're better on defense. They got a new defensive coordinator. I don't like the rest of the division. I think the Cowboys probably win the division. But I guess I said that last year. And probably yeah, I think you say that every year. Yeah. Just out of they're the best team on I paper s- again. I just saw the Cowboys lose to the Bills, so I don't know. The Bills are good. Yeah, it's true. But that was a fake Madden game that I saw it on. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, poor Tyler. Uh, he'll listen to this later, and well, I'm sure we'll get text messages. <laughs> All right, did you, uh, did you watch any of the Hall of Fame induction stuff? I was just glad to see Troy and Bill Cowher get in. That's all that mattered to me. Yeah. I mean, a lot of good. I mean, the Hall of Fame is the best of the best. What are you going to do there? We got Peyton Manning. I heard it was like 18 seconds. I heard 18 seconds there in the room before they agreed on Peyton. I think that's what I read. Yeah, I believe it. Something like ridiculous. Like everyone just walked in. We're like, all right. And then they like took a break or something. I'm going on break. <laughs> they all want some chips. Yep. All right, Troy. Last topic I have written down for football. Apparently the Washington football team has narrowed down 
their selection to three secret names that they did not share. Apparently there's clues in the video, the YouTube video or whatever they were talking about it. We're down to three names. I didn't see the video, but what do you have any you, guesses? What would you like the name to be? I, I think have three they guesses. Just stick with Washington football team. That's what I hope that they finish with. I think it is. That would be super, super awesome if they would just stayed as Washington football team after all the deliberation, getting the insight from like four hundred thousand fans and narrowing it down to like sixteen, and now they're down to three. If they just finish with Washington football team. And it's just a giant middle finger to the NFL. I would love that. Vito says quadruple tree. I think he was going in with another uh, Mitch Hedberg joke. Mm. <laughs> Twenty second delay. Bad timing. Twenty second yeah. delay. Throwing me it's off. Throwing me off. So my three that I had down that I think they're down to are the foxes. The foxes. Um, mm-hmm. Okay. The con. The Condors. A lot of Condors out in uh, D.C. Okay. Mm-hmm. And the Big Macs. <laughs> I was just thinking, like, what sounded like the like most American. And nothing says America like foxes. Vito says the Brigade. I think it's got to be, like, oh. Senators or... See, I was thinking, like, of the stuff that's not already around, because you can't go Eagles. Right. Obviously. The apple pie. You can't go like na- you can't go like nationals. That's why I went with the Big Macs because I think that's pretty good. The arches. No, that's like a, that's like a St. Louis vibe. The monuments. The Washington National Museums. Museums. None of them are good. What if no. they just pick Redskins again? I'd love that. <laughs> Or they went with the Indians. <laughs> you picked a more offensive Native American term. Mm-hmm. I like. Yeah, let's not say them, but yeah, I think be... Washington football team. I think that's where they need to just end it. Red Wolves, the Red Hogs. Red Hogs isn't bad. Oh, he said that was the final eight, and it's down to those three, three of those. Wow. It's those be are the football fun. team. Uh, the presidents. Vita, would you buy they, a Washington Red Hogs shirt? Would you be a Red Hogs fan? I don't even. It's too much like Arkansas for me. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's how I picture what a Red Hog is. It's like a Razorback. That's not what I thought of when I thought of Red Hog. Really? It sounded inappropriate. I think everything that, sounds it. That's one of those five years from now they have to change the name again. I mean, there's a lot of teams I think that are a lot more offensive than that, and they haven't changed them. More like the Falcons, the <laughs> <laughs> Dallas Cowboys. Gross. Yeah, that's pretty offensive. Brigade and Commanders. Those are Vito's choice for his Washington football team the washington brigade what you would get booed so bad if that's what you came out with the commanders that's pretty tough commanders is good i can be commander that's kind of halo vibe to me though yeah which i like they just need to go out of left field and just that's weren't actually the eight we're just gonna be the trees 
All right, Troy, you got anything else for the podcast tonight? I think that's it. I know that we're going to just let you guys know we will be bringing in a golf segment as we get a little bit more, our feet wet a little bit. We're just kind of, it's like a soft opening. It's like a soft opening. We didn't want to get too firm with our opening. So it's just a soft opening. We're still learning. Thanks to everyone for joining us on the chat tonight. We had a lot of fun. Wednesdays, 8.30, join us on Twitch. You'll also be able to find it on YouTube if you would rather later on in the week. We'll also have it on our regular podcast sites if that's where you're going to listen to it or you're currently listening to it now. Make sure to join us on social media at Spivey Special, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok. Farmer's Meat. Farmer's Meat. All right, Troy, you got anything else? Zach, you're fat. Troy, you're fat. Later. Mm-hmm.